Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I am so glad you joined us today for the show. In this segment, are landlords scammed? Do you have people pretending to be someone they're not? In order to rent houses, in order to rent houses, we have got an expert, a property management expert, on with us this segment, and we will discuss all things scam oriented, scam related to real estate rental property. Don't forget, we want to connect with you. It's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce Christy Valley. Thank you very much for being on with us. You're the co-owner of RMS Team at Remax Center, and that is just a property management group. Is that correct? That is, yes. And, and so, so real quickly, how long have you been in the property management business? 15 years. 15 years. Wow. 15 years. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So real quickly, what is a scam when it comes to rental properties? I assume it takes many different forms and I'd like to, to review as many as we can in a 12 minute segment. Well, it's, it's exactly what you think when you think of a scam. Okay. It's you know, somebody who is either advertising the property that doesn't own the property. Um, I call that spoof advertising. Okay. Uh, it's it is fraudulent applications where someone is giving misinformation on an application. So they're trying to scam their way into getting an approval. Uh, and it's also identity theft, which has been huge over the last couple of years and just keeps becoming more and more of a problem. So, so you either have someone pretending to be a landlord who's not yes. or someone pre pretending to be the tenant who's not. It sounds like the, the scams fit into that criteria. So let's talk about this. I remember, um, gosh, five or six or eight or ten years ago, we got a call from someone who was wanting to know where to drop off their deposit for the house that they were renting and they gave us the address of the home and it happened to be a home that we had listed for sale. I think back then they found it on truly, I'm not even sure where. And so fortunately they called us as the listing agent. I'm not even sure how they found us. And we told them it was not for rent. Don't send the money. Don't do anything like that. But like, how does it work specifically? So like, where are the, where are the scammers, the ones pretending to be the landlord, where are they finding the information on the listings? And then where are they posting it to try to trap an unsuspecting tenant? Well, we're all advertising these listings online. Yep. And so it's very easy to download the information and to create fake ads on other platforms where people are lo looking and searching for rental properties. And so a, you know, tenant not knowing will click through these ads thinking that it is a valid property for lease. And a lot of times um, you can kind of see errors on those listings. There might be some spelling errors or you may see that the rental rate is really too good, yeah, too to, good be to be true. true. Mm -hmm. um, and so those are some triggers where you might want to rethink whether or not it's, is it really a truly uh, active property that's being, you know, advertised. And, and uh, at a minimum, it might be worth, you know, making a couple phone calls to make sure. I'm not sure that a phone call would solve the problem, but, you know, looking up, looking up the same listing online and trying to figure it out. And one of the things that I was thinking, and I almost got this, um, I almost felt sick to my stomach as you were talking because it never dawned on me that there are real tenants 
who need a place to live, who have families and schools and jobs and cars and all kinds of stuff they're worried about. And some jerk, I'm sorry, but some jerk is scamming that person. I would assume they're just trying to get some security deposit or some kind of deposit item. What are they normally looking for? Because they just want the deposit yeah. amount. Okay. And what they tell these people to do is go drive by the house, go drive by it, look, look in the windows. And when we get your deposit, we'll send you the keys and the lease. So they just kind of, they get them excited about a property and then they get them to send them the deposit and then they never probably hear from that person again and they're out their deposit and they don't have a property yep so in georgia and i could be wrong in georgia i think you're not supposed to collect someone's deposit until they've seen all the disclosures for the property is that right so we are required to present a list of items about the property uh-huh. prior to receiving a deposit um, however, some people, some people just rename that deposit, like a reservation fee or something oh. else. It can be a little deceiving. Um, so you're not quite sure, but what you want to make sure is, is there someone that is available to show you the property in person? Is it being managed by a professional property management company? Those are some things that should increase your comfortability level. If it's a local landlord that is going to meet you at the property and show you the home personally, the likelihood that that's a, a scam is is much lower than just dealing with someone online that you've never met. That's fan- that what what great advice. So meet if you can meet someone at per in person at the home, that should make you feel better. And certainly with a property management company, and I would suggest you guys have a great reputation. You have managed properties for my clients in the past, but I would suggest doing a little online research about your property management company because n- not every property management company I come across seems to care about the quality of of, of life for the tenant. So, would you recommend they do a little investigation? as well on that end? Uh, so in Georgia, all property managers are required to be licensed through the Georgia Real Estate Commission. So if oh, they, oh, oh. you no, no, no. Sorry. I, you, you, you were getting me thinking, oh, now I know where you're going. Sorry okay. about that. Sorry. No, I'm like, oh, 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 let if me, th- you yeah, look sorry. Them up, yes. get them, get their license number, look them up on the real estate website so that you can see that they are actually a licensed property manager. So that would be my checkpoint on making sure that they are who they say they are. What a great suggestion. So they just go in and type uh, real, Georgia Real Estate Commission in Google, and it'll it'll have you a, a place there for you to research licensees, I think, and you put somebody's name in, and it'll tell you whether or not they are licensed in the state of Georgia. Okay, you mentioned identity theft. So how does that work? And, and, and this is, I don't have any idea how you would catch this. So my name is Cleve Gaddis, but I decide that I am Chris Smith and that I'm going to rent this house as Chris Smith. So I start this process trying to scam you. What documents are being provided that I would use to try to justify myself, justify myself as Chris Smith? And then how are you going to catch me? And what are you going to do to me when you catch me? So if you put in an application under Chris Smith, then you're going to be asked to provide documents like your paycheck stub, your um, ID. So all of those things are being or have to be doctored or provided. And in our case, most of the time, identity theft is happening because someone has captured someone else's information and they're using that to put on the application. Um, And then what happens 
is they can't actually, when they come pick up keys, if they don't have an ID that matches their face, when they come pick up keys with our company, we don't release keys. So that's one way we're like trying to make sure that nobody's getting into properties that doesn't match the application and the ID. Um, we've still had cases where people have tried to get into properties fraudulently yep. and it, it's not identity theft. It's they're just changing their documents. So they oh, wait a minute. So they are who they say they are, but their income is not right or something like that. Is that correct? Yes. So they're uh -huh. submitting fraudulent documents. Uh -huh. And so another way that we look at that is a lot of times we can sort of gauge like what, whether or not that is matching yep. their that they're saying. So we're using a company right now that allows the applicants to securely link their bank account to the application processing system. And when they submit their pay stubs or they submit their income documents, it's verifying whether those deposits are actually being made in the account. Oh, so, so, if, uh, so if you say my pay is, you know, $2,000 every two weeks, the system has the ability to do that. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, host. I have got Christy Valley, co-owner of RMS Team, a property management firm at Remax Center, and we are talking rental scams. We've got about a minute and 50 seconds left in the segment, and I want to ask you this question. When you discover somebody is not who they say they are, or you discover there's something fishy going on, like, what do you do? I don't know. Now, I'm sure that I could be harsh on that person, but I don't know how <laughs> I would address that, you know, in a professional manner to say, hey, no, sucker, you're out. You can't rent this place. Yeah, if it's before they move in and you catch it early, it's very easy. You just decline the applicant. A lot of times we ask for additional documentation for them to prove who they are, okay. especially if, if their credit report has an identity theft marker on it Ooh. telling us, hey, this person has, has reported that their credit has an issue, somebody has stolen their identity. Then we will, you know, ask for lots and lots of additional documentation at that point to make sure they are who they are. And if they've moved in and we figure out it's not the right person, typically they stop paying rent because the goal is for them to get into a property. And so we, we have to start the eviction process against that person. Um, and it, it's not an easy process on the landlord. So it's just so important to double check all those totally. documents. Totally. Well, I mean, you're trying to evict a person who's not even that person because that's not the person who's all the lease. It's just, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. I'm thinking that if you are a landlord and this conversation today has made you a little bit nervous, you probably need someone to help you manage the property. Christy, real quickly, we've got just a few seconds left. How would somebody reach you if they wanted to reach you or RMS team at, at Remax Center? Yeah, we would love for you to visit us online at rmsteam.com. And we do offer a free rental analysis. So they'll tell you what they think your rental income would be on your property. And all the contact information is also available there. Or you can email us or email me directly at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y, at rmsteam.com. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, are there warning signs in a listing that something is amiss with that listing? And is it possible that the original NCR headquarters in Metro Atlanta is going to be torn down for four or 500 multifamily units? We'll discuss those subjects and more. We'll be back. <laughs> 